Hey you, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to a new episode of our Universal Podcast and especially welcome to our new Thursday episode which is always an Angel Talks and today we're we're talking about resting like we did last Monday so if you haven't checked that episode yet check that one first because it's always um, the one following up on Thursday so um, before we get into everything quick update I am currently in Portugal as we speak and um, enjoying the summer enjoying the summer holidays I've been trying to record an episode now for over a week here but there is this dog which just doesn't stop barking all the time and I have to go to lengths just to try and find a moment where he's not barking so if he's barking during this episode I'm so sorry I hope it's not bothering you I am currently literally sitting in the bathroom just to be able to record this episode so I really hope you enjoy it apart from that um Everything here is so wonderful, so beautiful. I've been doing yoga every morning for an hour. I've been going supping. I've had massages. I'm sun-kissed and sunburned since my son hasn't my son, my skin hasn't seen any sun for like 3 years now. Um and it's been really nice getting back into like a proper like summer holiday feels like don't get me wrong. I do go like on holidays but usually I haven't been for the last couple of years to places where like there's a beach or a lot of sun so this has been really nice break and the temperature is amazing it's like 24-25 degrees with a lot of like wind and it's just super beautiful here it's super peaceful super calm in like half a week uni starts again for me so I'm here I have my last day here tomorrow and then I'll be having my first day of uni next week monday or tuesday i'm not sure um but yeah also like not necessarily excited for that but ready to get on with it and going to be a very very busy period but i've got super exciting news for you guys i cannot share it yet but i will as soon as i can but it's really really exciting and um yeah, it's going to be a lot. I have to write my thesis. I have my normal courses. I, I'm i doing an extracurricular course uh, in French. And don't ask me why I signed up for that because I'm already so busy. But I have the podcast, obviously, and this big, exciting project, which I will share with you soon. But um, yeah, it's been good. I wonder how you're doing. Like, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're still enjoying your holidays. Um, hopefully uni hasn't started yet or school or work. and Or if it has, that you're at least enjoying it. And yeah, if you want to catch up with me, feel free to uh, write me on Instagram at our universal world. Uh, I would love to like talk to you. So, but for now... Since it's the summer, and what do we do during the summer, or at least we try to do during the summer, um, we try to recharge. I think that's one of the main things why people go on holidays, to recharge, 
to yeah get a bit back of themselves maybe and i noticed for myself this week even like i've told you in the monday episode i only recharge when i'm like by myself when there's a lot of people around and the two like past two and a half weeks i've been surrounded by people and i've noticed that it was way way too much um so i really needed to take a day for myself so this I think two days ago, I went to the beach by myself. I had a full day alone, reading, just doing nothing, just lying on the beach, just meditating, being there. And that was really, really lovely, very much needed. would highly, highly recommend if you're an extroverted introvert like me, I would say. Like, I'm, I'm, like when I'm with people, I can be very extroverted, but I can only recharge when I'm alone. So that would mean that I'm quite introverted. But yeah. Let's get into the angel talks. Sabrina has written uh, something. Yeah, I I cannot find the words every time. I'm like, I want to find, like, describe this really, like, really good. But I can't because nothing would describe the way she writes. But I would say beyond this universe, celestial text again, because it's, yeah, it's been gorgeously written, it's on recharging, and let's get right into it. Scene 1. Eden. The Garden of Paradise. Two humans, the first ever, recline in the grass. Cut a few hundred years ahead and find the decline of the age of rest. A new dawn approaches, the age of work. Cut again. A woman reclines in bed, drenched in silk and something that reminds the mind of gloom. It's a swan song. A woman rots away, bedridden, potentially feigning illness. Historically, women were more often nurses, and they were more often the ones being nursed. But even in Victorian times, there was an underlying truth to these so-called women's diseases. In a world that did not allow women to take up time or space, let alone ask for desire or desire such things. The one way they could get it was by seeming in dire need of them. Sickness was a way for women to be the ones getting care instead of the ones providing it. Biblically, rest is the default state of mankind. Work came later. The first thing mankind did was sit down and enjoy the grass. Before they discovered the pain of hunger, the incentive to get up and do something about it. But before there was activity, there was rest, even if just for a second. Even then, there is a modern way of romanticizing rest. Beyond traumatic images of glamorous lounging and female despair, there are celebrities. There is a current self-care trend. The clean girl aesthetic. The commodification of wellness is something to be consumed. After all, there is no way to rest within an organized fridge or a non-optimized skincare routine. Still, this style of self-care comes with a purpose. To keep up. Self-care is reading, but only if it's the newest and latest book, or if it's read as a signifier to, of social status, something to be displayed like a badge of honor. Look, I read classics. My rest serves a function. Nothing about this is surprising, of course, 
After a trend of increasing obsession with productivity, it's not strange that most people find it hard to detach themselves from that. There is an undeniable appeal to the idea of rest. It is romantic and tragic. It is eternally beautiful and most of all it is timelessly relevant. Currently, I believe most philosophies of rest can be divided into two major aesthetics or movements, both rooted in romanticism. The first is rest through romanticism and productivity for enlightenment. Currently, the most popular style of rest, focusing on reframing productivity as an activity for the soul or an activity in search of enlightenment. This style is all about taking normal markers of measurable productivity like writing and romanticizing the action itself. Think about baths with extra candles, writing sessions with wine and fruits, putting extra care into your daily coffee. You are still going through the motions of productivity but with extra embellishments. Additionally, this can be a way of coping with the regular beats of life. Through adding a lens of romanticism, you are attempting to make your life feel different with the hopes for charging. The second is rest through the sublime and the absence of productivity, probably the most pure form of rest. This style brings to mind those Victorian scenes of women home rotting or paintings of men in nature. The sublime is a romantic concept rooted mainly in the greatness of nature and the concept of finding peace through skill. By seeing how small, how insignificant you truly are you find your peace. It is all about a meeting between our own emotional world and a natural world existing outside of us. Rest through the sublime does not present feasible results. It is about producing a feeling or a thought, or the absence of thought, taking time to exist as being capable of true stillness. It can also manifest in a more parasitic form as symptoms of depression. The aforementioned home rotting taken to its extremes. Current cultural obsessions with rest also come from a place of disillusion and disenfranchisement. Feeling lost in the world of life. Or growing the sense of apathy in the world. More and more people are feeling powerless in their lives. Leading to a focus on rest and care that borders on obsession. Take the recent best-selling novel. My Year of Rest and Relaxation by Otessa Mosfesh. If I pronounce that wrong, I am very sorry. (laughs) For example, people connect with this idea of apathy, this feeling of needing rest, even if they're not blindly privileged as the main character. Besides the idea of a beautiful rest, the kind that is color-coded and productive, there is still present romanticization of the ugly rest. Depressive episode, the tragic lounging in bed, being miserable in a way that is still attractive and easy to consume. In Rain Fisher Kwan's essay, Standing on the Shoulders of Complex Female Characters, she writes the following. We rationalize our own suffering through the romanticization of those who have suffered before us. We are so far removed from mankind's original purpose, R&R, which is rest and relaxation, that we are now need entire years of it to feel like we can keep going. There is required rest, or at least the performance of rest, just as much as there is required reading. Culture itself can be exhausting, hard to keep up with. In some ways, the world moves a million miles a minute, and in some ways we are seemingly stuck regressing, 
Just like in the 2000s, when wellness culture bloomed alongside apathy because of the major paradigm shift at the time. Wellness culture is on the rise now during a worldwide mental health pandemic. What the world needs right now is rest, but not necessarily in the pretty way it's being marketed to us. So how can we actually rest? How can you actually recharge and not just perform the idea of recharging? Lord Byron once says, I only go out to get me a fresh appetite for being alone. The same is true for me. As with everything, there is a balance to be struck, and it is one that must be felt out by you, yourself, and nobody else. In many ways, the idea of rest is a farce, and in many ways, it's not. If you could do anything you wanted, anything that would make you happy and nobody else would ever know about it, what would you do? We are our most authentic selves when we live lives for ourselves. And we recharge in the strongest way when we recharge in the same way. Some days you rot in bed and the other days you rest in a more aesthetically pleasing way. I think a lot of us could benefit from becoming hedonists. From chasing our own pleasure whenever possible, separate from how practical it might be. I've said it once and I will say it again. Life is so fun when you live it with feverish attachment. Oscar Wilde said, Pleasure is the only thing that one should live for. Nothing ages like happiness. It seems to me that both phrases are cut from the same cloth and boiled down to the same thing. To go and live gloriously is to live with pleasure as a first priority. So rest religiously and live pleasurably and most of all be selfish in all of the above. Do not apologize for resting and most of all do not apologize for needing time and care. We have evolved from the women who needed to lie to get the things they desired. So take full advantage of the space for selfishness that they have conquered for us. After all, Oscar Wilde or Lord Byron would never apologize for taking the time they needed to recharge. They just went out and took it from the world. And sometimes it led them to great art. XOXO, Angel. That was our Angel Talks for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it will make you think and that you will take your time to rest. I will leave you with this food for thought. I wish you an amazing week. Say hi on Instagram if you like. All the links are in the description as well as those from Sabrina. And yeah. Talk to you next week's. All hugs and smiles for now. Bye-bye.